Well, I'd like to welcome you back to Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davenport. We are a 501c3 nonprofit prayer ministry here, located here in Ash Fork and Gospel Faith Church, as well as here uh, at the Broadcast Center in Bullhead City, Arizona, or Fort Mojave. I'd like to begin this morning by having you grab your Bible, pick it up, dust it off, uh, lift it, and up to heaven, or if you can't raise your arms, I don't know many of you that are homebound cannot do that. Just hold it to your heart and repeat after me that the Lord might hear your voice. Ready? Just repeat after me. This is my Bible. It is the infallible Word of God. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I'll boldly confess my mind is alert, my heart is receptive, I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen and Amen. Let's bow our heads on this beautiful um, New Year's Eve day and go to the Lord in prayer. In Ephesians 4, chapter uh, 4, verse 29 through 30, I'm in the Amplified Bible today. Uh, it says, let no foul or polluting language, nor evil word, nor unwholesome or unworldless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others, as it is fitting to, to the need and to the occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace or God's favor to those who hear it. And do not grieve, listen to me, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. In other words, do not offend or vex or sadden him by whom you were sealed of God's own. For the day of redemption, for the day of redemption of final deliverance through Christ from evil and the consequences of sin. Now I'd like to, as we prepare today, I'd like for us to reflect on these words and give them time to keep your, your perspective in line with God's will. Our Father has much, so very, very much to say about that little member of our body called the tongue. You can re read about it in James 3. Give the devil no opportunity by getting into worry or unforgiveness or strife or criticisms of others. Put a stop to idle and foolish talking, Ephesians chapter 4, 27 and 5 and 4. You are to be blessings to others. Say that with me. We are to be blessings to others, Galatians 6 and 10. We need to talk the answer, not the problem. The answer is in God's word. You must have knowledge of the word of God and the revelation of knowledge. 1 Corinthians 2, 7, 16. The Holy Spirit, which is your, our teacher, will reveal the things that have been freely given to us by the Lord our God. John 14, verse 26. As an intercessor in this new year, unite with others in prayer. United prayer is the mighty weapon that the body of Christ is in use. Have faith 
have faith of God and approach him in confidence. When you pray according to his will, he hears you. When you know you have what you ask of him, in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15, do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. It says so in Hebrews 10 and 35. Allow your spirit to pray by the Holy Spirit. Praise God for the victory now before any manifestation. Walk by faith and not by sight. I pray today. I pray today for revival for this new year. I pray for all churches, but I pray for Gospel of Faith Church in particularly. Father, in the name of Jesus, you have revived us again. The church is beginning to grow. Praise you, Lord. Your people may, may rejoice in you. Thank you for showing us your mercy and your, your love. Lord, and for granting us our salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. You've created in us a clean heart and a renewed and a right, persevering and steadfast spirit within us. You have restored unto us the joy of your salvation. Hallelujah. And you are upholding us with a willing spirit. Now, now we will teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted and return to you because you say if we walk in that path you will add to the church daily we therefore cleanse our ways by taking heed and keeping watch on ourselves according to your word comforting our lives and conforming to it since your great promises are ours we cleanse ourselves from everything that that contaminates and, and defiles our bodies and our spirits and bring our consecration to the completeness in the fear of you, O Lord. With our whole hearts have we sought out you. We pray that you would bring revival back to the churches. Bring revival. Bring the Holy Spirit to enter each and every service of every church around the world, reminding them that we serve you, Lord, that we serve the Lord Jesus Christ. For all who believe in him shall be saved. As we enter this new year, I pray, Lord God, that you would just infill every church with the anointing of the Holy Ghost and let that Holy Spirit just fly through the souls of mankind in every land, in every peoples, no matter what they may speak, no matter what they, they may believe. Bring them all to the altar of God. I believe firmly that in 2024, our Lord God will open the door 
to all who shall seek him. Won't you open that door today? In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Our memory verse today is going to be in the book of Luke, in the book of Luke chapter 4, verse 18. The book of Luke chapter 4, verse 18. And I want you to just remember the beginning of it. That's that's just the beginning. And the beginning of that in verse 18 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovering of the sight of the blind, to set the liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen and amen. So your memory verse is just going to be, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He hath anointed me. Amen. As we begin this morning, I'd like you to turn your Bible to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 2. I'm going to grab some water as you turn your Bible. Praise the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of the salvation have I succorned thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. So now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. You see, this is the time of the year, the beginning, you know, of New Year's resolutions. Every year that people make New Year's resolutions, they set new goals, goals in relationship, financial goals, physical goals, spiritual goals. They make life-changing decisions. But not everyone actually accomplishes those re resolutions. However important they may be, according to Forbes magazine, only 8% of people achieve their financial goals. U.S. News reports that 80% of people fail when it comes to New Year's resolutions having to do with their health, losing weight, um, getting out and exercising, I'm going to jog, I'm going to start uh, you know, going to the gym, whatever it might be. The Washington Post says in its article entitled, Why Do People Make Resolutions? It says a New Year's resolution is a decision to do or not to do something in order to accomplish a personal goal or break a habit. It comes at a time when people look back at the past year and make an effort to improve themselves as a new year begins. Adults often make New Year's resolutions to lose weight, to exercise more, to quit smoking. Quit cursing, whatever it might be. Go to church more. When asking um, uh, Wikipedia, uh, the online encyclopedia, how did the New Year's resolution start? It responds, religious uh, origins. Babylonians made promises to their gods at the start of each and every year that they would return borrowed objects and pay their debts. The Romans began each year by making promises to the god Janus for whom the, the month of January is named. And I think 
people should return what they borrow and pay their debts. And I have to admit that I've never considered how the first month of the year got its name, but I'm interested in people wanting to change, change for the better. In fact, I'm pretty sure that this is, is what interests God the most. This is why he this is why Jesus was born in Bethlehem. It's why it's why he lived and preached in this world for 33 and a half years. It's why he discipled 12 men to continue his message. It's why he allowed himself to be crucified on the cross. It's why he was resurrected on the third day. It's why he offers forgiveness of sin through repentance and baptism. And it's why he promises the infilling of the Holy Ghost to each and every one of us. God is in the business of helping people change their lives. If only 8% of people are capable of achieving their financial resolutions and 20% of the, the health goals uh, are, are far less than the, to continue them into the next year. God knows full well that we are unable to live in this world rela uh, relationally and spiritually the way we desire to, and, and, and especially the way we would command us to. Now, I want you to understand here, if we are going to have real, positive, significant, and lasting change in our lives, especially spiritual change, it's going to take more than any of us are capable of on our own. It's going to take the help of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's going to take the help of our Heavenly Father. And yes, it's going to take the help of the Holy Spirit. So how does it all get started? Glad you ask. The other question I would probably have is, better yet, when does it all get started? That's a great question. For a lot of people, the only time they, they seriously consider changing uh, a change in their life is when they make their New Year's resolutions. But honestly, we all make small increment changes in our lives every single day right? To some degree or another, lives are like a ship on a sea being pushed one way or another by situations and circumstance. And our response to these things res result in the gradual changes that make up the direction of our lives are going. This kind of change is sometimes reactionary. It is involuntary many times. It generally leads us to where we really don't want our lives to go. Hence, the need for things like New Year's resolutions. So honestly, it's the reason we need God's help in our lives. You've tried it. You've tried to quit drinking. You've tried to, to get off the drugs. You've tried to make your marriage work. That's why we need God in our lives. Because spiritually, each and every one of us is naturally drawn to the things in this world that destroy us spiritually and separate us from God and his will in our life. 
Can I suggest something today? Can I suggest today that maybe, just maybe, we might need more than a, than a New Year's resolution? If we really and genuinely want to have the kind of change in your in our lives this year, that's going to make a difference in our life and cause us to live above the guilt and the shame of the sin and the things that would destroy us physically, relation-wise, and most importantly, spiritually. I wonder if I wonder if there could come some change in someone's life today. Not because it's New Year's, but because they simply have decided, I want my life to change today. Hallelujah. You can say it with me. I'm ready. I've had enough of this life. It's time that I gave my life to Jesus. And he will help me change my life. See, we do this every week. We'll be back here next week doing it again. And the week after that, and the week after that, and the week after that, offering people the chance to change their lives and to make things right with God. Hallelujah. It's not a New Year's thing. It's let's start today with God and change our lives forever. Amen. Peter told those people on the day of Pentecost, for this promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. You're part of that. We're all part of that. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. They asked Peter, over 2,000 years ago, what should we do? We want to change. What should we do? What change needs to happen in our lives? How do we fix our lives, Peter? And Peter told them the same thing I'm going to tell you right now. Excuse me. In the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 38. In the book of Acts. Whoa. I'm telling you right now, you want to get into the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 38. Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remissions of sin, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. See, <laughs> glory to God. We can't fix our spiritual condition ourselves. You and I need God's forgiveness. That's why we repent. Amen. That's why we must repent. That's why we get baptized. And all of us, all of us, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, if you're in the church, every single one of us need the gift of the Holy Spirit if we are going to have a chance at living above the spiritual onslaught that the devil is going to throw our way in 2024 to keep us away from God. I'm telling you, the closer we get to the rapture, the, the closer we get 
the harder it's going to be. The devil's going to try to keep you away from the church. But we don't just make our uh, our minds to do this in January on New Year's Eve or New Year's when you make your resolution because it's New Year's. No, we do this in February and in March and in April and May and June and July. We make it year round. That's the change that God wants to give you. He wants to lift you up. Hallelujah. Somebody lift your hands to heaven and shout amen. Hallelujah. Joshua said in chapter 24, verse 15, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Paul tells us in Hebrews, I should be getting some amens out there. I'm telling you right now, you should be lifting your hands in praise. You should be giving God praise and glory. Paul tells us in Hebrews 12, 1, Wherefore, seeing we also are com compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the, and the sin with do us so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Glory to God. Patience, that means consistency. Patience, say it with me, patience means consistency. Every day. It's not just on New Year's. It's not a New Year's thing. It's not just a Sunday thing. It's a walk with God, not a visit to the spiritual emergency room. We don't come running in uh, to the church when only when our lives are falling apart. We don't just pray when we've got no alternative. We don't just worship him because it's 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. We're walking with God on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday and all week long and all month long and all year long. We're at church when the church doors are open, not just because it's Sunday, but every day is church. Every day is God's day. We pray all the time. Not just because we're facing the worst thing that could ever possibly happen to us. Someone said, I need some change in my life. Well, start. Reach out there and say, today is the day I'm going to start my new life with God. Hallelujah. It starts today. It's not about New Year's. It's about the fact that Jesus loves you and he wants you to live above the sin and successfully in this world. He wants you to live. That's why it includes your money, your health, your relationships, because all of these things affect your spiritual condition. Are you listening to me this morning? Praise God. But we can't fix all of this stuff ourselves. You and I need God's help. Amen. In Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, it says, Behold, say it with me. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any, and I'm going to paraphrase here. If any man or woman or child hear my voice and open the door, I will come into them and will sup with them and they with me. Now, I paraphrase there. 
you know, we always want to put stuff off. We all do it. I do it. You do it. Sadly, too many people put this decision off until it's too late. I do way too many funerals for people who never did open the door and let Jesus come into their lives. I have to be honest with you. It's not fun doing those funerals. You can't pray somebody at a purgatory. I'm sorry. And you can't baptize the dead. I'm sorry. In Revelations chapter 3, verse 20, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. And if any person hear my voice and the, open the door, I will come into them and sup with them and they with me. Again, I paraphrased. Do you hear what it says to you? Open your heart. That's the door. Open your heart. Open it, Jesus says. And let today be that day that you start living your life with Christ. Open the door of your heart. Open the door of your mind. Open the door of your faith. Open the door and let God in. It begins the moment that you open that door, that door to your heart. It starts the second you say yes to God. Yes to Jesus. And begin to give your heart and your life to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. All oh, people want to play the tough guy. Nope, I can do it myself. Nope, I don't need anybody's help. I got news to you, for you today. At some point, you're not only going to need someone else's help, but you're going to need God's help. You're going to need God's help. Jesus Christ did not die on that cross in vain. He died for a purpose, and you are part of that purpose. And you're going to need his help in a really big way. And if you want that help, if you accept his grace, you can say today, today I will start living my life with Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. Somebody lift your hands to heaven and shout amen. Stand to your feet and give God praise and glory. You don't have to make a resolution at New Year's Day. You don't have to hire a coach. You don't have to go out on a limb with Shirley MacLaine. I remember years ago preaching about that. You can bow your head right now and you can ask for his forgiveness and his help. You can decide to bend a knee at his altar and give your life to Jesus Christ today because this is the acceptable year of the Lord. Today, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recover the sight to the blind, to set the liberty to them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. 
Luke 4, 18 and 19. Okay. As we do this, I want to I want to bring you up to a speed. I've talked to you about coming to the Lord. Now I want to talk to you this New Year's Eve about the Lord. You know, after the temptation of Jesus by the devil, he went into Nazareth, where he had been brought up. His custom was to go to the synagogue on the Lord's day. And as Jesus entered the synagogue, there was given to him the book of the prophet Isaiah to read. Jesus opened the book and started reading. As he finished the sentence about preaching the acceptable year of the Lord, he closed the book and he sat down. And all the eyes of all those people were looking on Jesus. What was that? Why all the stares by the people? Jesus didn't finish the verse of scripture given to him to read. He stopped in the middle of the verse, closed the book, and sat down. Jesus was actually reading Isaiah 61.2, which says in conclusion, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of God to comfort, or to comfort all that mourn. The reason Jesus closed the book, sat down, the rest of the verse was to be fulfilled at a later date in history. The vengeance of our God and to comfort all that mourn is still in our future. This is where we are today in our generation. We are at the acceptable year of the Lord. This then, this New Year's Eve, is this the time? It is the acceptable day to come to the house of God. It is the acceptable today to repent of your sins. It is the acceptable today to be baptized of water and spirit. It is acceptable today to live a holy life. It is acceptable today to preach the gospel to the poor. Millions around the world today are hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ, not only by this broadcast, but, you know, we're out 31 countries and providences around the world. How many more great broadcasts are out there that are really doing the will of God? The gospel is reaching the souls of men and women and children everywhere. The brokenhearted are finding that Jesus is the heart mender. Those who held captive in jails and in prisons are also hearing the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The blind are receiving their sight. The miracles are being done in the name of Jesus. These are not these are not the old days. People say to me all the time, well, those were those are in the old days. No, they're not. Miracles still happen today. You just have to open your ears and hear, open your eyes and see. Those who are bruised are being healed by the power of a supernatural God. Our God. Those who are bound by Satan are being set free. Hallelujah. This is the acceptable time for a mighty revival to sweep our land for this new year. I believe 2024, God will open a new door for Christianity around the world. Let the word of the Lord go forth throughout all the lands. Let the Holy Spirit baptize all the people. 
Let the name of Jesus Christ set people free. Revival is here. God is here. The Holy Spirit is here. The church is here. Now it is the acceptable year of the Lord. Now is the time to find salvation in God. Please lift your hands to heaven and shout amen and amen. Let the Lord come. There's coming a day. <coughs> Excuse me. There's coming a day when Jesus will finish the rest of the verse. The vengeance of God is soon to fall on this wicked world. Jesus will close the book of this generation and he will say, it is enough. It is enough. Gabriel will proclaim, time shall be no more. The acceptable year of the Lord will be gone. Men's will still be lost in sin. We worry about, we don't want to be called a Bible thumper. We worry about that in the church. People say, well, you know, my family, they all say, oh, you're a Bible thumper. But what happens to them when the Lord comes? Do we want to see them lost in the pits of hell, in the lake of fire? Millions will still be lost in sin. Every eye shall see Jesus and they will all stare at him when he comes again in the clouds of glory. Every knee shall bow before him. The book of Isaiah was fulfilled. It will be fulfilled. The days of man will be fulfilled. The wrath of God will have been fulfilled. Jesus Christ will sit as Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Where will we be? Where will we be? This is your day. Listen, church, this I say by the word of God. For this is your day, the acceptable year of the Lord Jesus Christ. What are you going to do with this, your day? During the millennial reign of Christ, he will then comfort all them that mourn. Come now. Come now. While there is yet time, come now. And let us go before the Lord in prayer. Jesus is waiting for you. He's waiting for you right now. Won't you just come and let us speak to God together. Come and let us walk to the altar of God together and accept Christ as Lord and Savior. Just come, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just stop. If you're driving a car, pull over the side of the road, just stop. For today is the day. This is the acceptable time of the Lord. Just stop. Take a moment, reflect on your life. And ask yourself deep inside. Today's the day. You know it is. No one can force you. 
no one can no one can do it for you you can't buy your way to heaven good deeds it comes from your heart if you believe if you truly believe that Jesus Christ died on that cross for you and was resurrected on that third day. If you believe that when he was on that cross, every drop of that blood, that one of those drops that fell was for you, let him cover you in the blood. Receive. It's so simple. In your mind, your body, and your soul, in the very depths of your heart, where that void is, that darkness that dwells there that you can't fill, there's always been something missing. Right now, I'd like you to bow your head and say this sinner's prayer with me and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Accept the invitation to follow Jesus and to make a new life for you right now. Just repeat it after me, won't you? Father, go ahead and repeat it. Father, it's written in your word that if I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord, and I believe in my heart that you've raised him from the dead, I shall be saved. Therefore, Lord, I confess that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. I make him Lord of my life right now. I freely choose him. I believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. I renounce my past life. Say it with me. I renounce my past life, my sin. And I turn away from the devil. And I close the door to any of his devices. Father, I thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. Jesus is my Lord and my Savior, and I am the new creation he talks about in the Word of God. It says, old things have passed away. Now all things become new in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord God, for my salvation. I thank you for the grace that you bestow upon me today. In Jesus' name, I pray this prayer. Amen and amen. My brother, my sister, if you prayed that prayer in faith, I ask you now to go forth, find a Bible-believing church, and ask them to baptize you. 
in Jesus' name for the repentance of your sins. And then stick with a church that preaches 100% scripture, 100% of the Bible, and join that church. And sometimes that church may not be comfortable, so move on to the next, but you'll find the right church. This I promise you by the word of the Lord. Continue to find until you, till God tells you this is the place for you. And you'll know. Now, I want to congratulate you on being, making this decision, probably the greatest decision it is. It's the greatest decision of your lifetime. And if you're in Ash Fork, the area of Ash Fork, Arizona, stop by. Visit Gospel of Faith Church. They'll baptize you. And I pray right now, I pray for those who've accepted Christ this day. I pray, Lord, that you would send the Holy Spirit and guide and direct them to the closest church that they could feel, that, that you feel that they would fit in there. Guide them and direct them into the house of God, that they and maybe their family would feel there. That's their church home. I invite you, if you're in the in Arizona and you're in the Ash Fork area, go visit Gospel of Faith Church. Now, with all our love, we send to you in our prayers, I welcome you to the family of God. Send us a letter, let us know how you feel. The address is on the website. For those of you who are regulars um, on this New Year's, um, you know the address is there on the, um, yeah, or you can do the PayPal. PayPal is a lot easier to get. I think we gave up the PO box. Um, it just got too expensive. So if you want to, uh, if you want to do it that way, you just make an offering on PayPal. With that, I wish you a blessed and a very prosperous new year as we begin this 2024 and i and i'm trusting that god's going to open a door in you and start you in a new life and may god bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you until he brings us back once again god bless you all